This is Always Remember The Mod State Podcast And now, your hosts I think that's us <laughs> that, that is That is <laughs> It is, okay Alright Man <laughs> What's up, dude? It's been a long time since we rock and roll Yeah, it sure has It sure has uh, I suppose it's just the Same thing for uh, our listeners out there I wouldn't, you know, at this point It's like like screw these guys. They're, they're so good. I'm serious. They're they're still good to us though. We still get emails. So let people reach out and uh hey yeah, I sure hope you guys are breathing <laughs> and stuff. I know. Um I, I think we, we are. We we always get really ambitious around the holidays really? and then uh and then it's like wow, we're really gonna restart this in the middle of the holidays. That just doesn't seem realistic. And I think we had a good benchmark at twenty twenty three, just let the, the next uh, Congress be understood, and well, I'm sure we're definitely going to talk about them. Uh, but you know, good good time to to get back in and uh, you know, dust oil up the old uh, the old apparatus and get after it. So, but we've got. I think there's going to be a lot of really nice to be wanted. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, thanks for those who have stuck around um, and listened, and for anyone who's and those that have joined us late and are just they've torn through our back catalog and are like, all right, yeah, liking this. So, well, yeah, uh, I think we got a good show, and I guess before welcome to the uh, Tea Party in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, before we get started, let's just uh, let's get into it. As always. Thank you for turning into the ModState podcast. As always, you can head over to ModState.com where you can find more of our editorial opinion style pieces. But wherever you are listening to in the world, we certainly appreciate your support. Thank you for tuning in. All right. So thank you. You know, one thing one thing uh, I didn't say right before precast is that I think we there are some there will be some changes to this show this year. Uh, we'll bring in most likely be bringing on a third voice and I'm not quite sure you know, there's definitely been a lot of preliminary discussion and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, but what will evolve over time is what the shows look like, whether they're uh, some solo episodes or the three of us or the two of us. I think there's a, a several different directions we can go. New but, shows. Yeah. New shows, maybe some episodes, uh, more of a series uh, and a lot for some creativity, but either way, I'm just happy to be on in 2023 to just talk about <laughs> some stuff. So um, why, why don't we do one, can we pass AP world history questions as trivia? So we'll, maybe we'll like blast one off real quick. And, and then at the end we can answer some other, some other oh questions. Gosh, yeah. All right, let's see. It'll look really bad here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I don't know. Is a multiple choice? These are sample questions, so I don't know if we're going to get the answers. That's that's part of the problem here. Hold on. Oh, uh, you see. Oh no. Why well, don't know? Let's see. Um. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, this is easy. The world's largest dam, Three Gorge Dam on the Yangtze River, is located in what country? I'm assuming that's the People's Republic of China. I believe so too. Who are? Oh boy. My uh, great. Who were the Zionists? Who were they? Yeah. Who were they? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that term takes on different meanings at different times. People uh, that were revolutionaries in Palestine, I believe. Yeah. That is one of the answers. Um, and I believe the right one. Huh. 
Okay. Well, I guess I can't find the answer. So that's not as exciting. Well, it's not. Thank you for that. Dang. Uh, Not enough teases in life, Nate. Man, some of these are like heavy hitters and some of these are just throwaways. Like, well, we'll never know if they are or not. God. All right. Well, that was my bad. Wow. Um, Okay. (laughs) I promise we'll, um, we'll be better. No, I appreciate the age. We will be better. We'll be better at the end. Uh, world hey, history quizzes. Something, something different. I appreciate the effort. Okay. Well, so definitely a couple things that would love to talk Somebody about. Somebody will tell us the answers. Someone will. France, a history quiz. Maybe. Oh, boy. Hold on. Oh, boy. Comprehensive quiz, Cold War. Understanding the American Revolution. When do we do that? Okay. Um, do we have answers? I don't know. Now, Britannica, I had high hopes. Oh, it's a 10-question time bonus understanding. Okay, I think we'll be able to start this at the end. So, world understanding the American Revolution uh, or lack of understanding of the American Revolution. If I disconnect for any reason, just know I'm there with you in spirit for that quiz. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, well, hey, it's something you'd brought up in precast that I thought was a good starting point. And it actually hadn't occurred to me that we actually even talk about it. However, I think the way that our new Congress is going, what's set up for at least the next two years, uh, this topic will continue to come up. So it will. And it is pretty much where we left off. And that was um, talking about uh, Roe v. Wade. And I, you, you said, hey, I think we definitely need to follow up on it. And I think you were afraid of potentially um, let the people know of this, this hound yeah. that lives next door knowledge is power there's a hellhound out there that needs to be dispatched at any rate anyway roe v wade man here we are and i think we had we had a couple conversations running up well let's Uh, just say hold on hold on let let, quick caveat you were right you did call how it was going to go down that it was going to be now you didn't call it being uh six three in parentheses five four you know, based yeah. on the, the concurring opinion of the of the chief justice, but still, you called the way it was going to go down. They were going to remand it back to the states, totally mm-hmm. strike it down. Yeah, and the and, and to your point, also, I think you'd brought up that chief justice. There's some, I think, some disappointment that he wasn't able to wrangle enough of those justices to have. Some I'm sort shocked of, he wasn't able to get Gorsuch on his on so, his team. Some sort of moderation, right? Right. And and it clearly didn't happen, and that and again I think surprising. I think again it is it it isn't that they have criminalized abortion they have just allowed a path forward for that to be the case. They, and they again, created a laissez-faire relationship with the states on it, and to me we were past that point as an issue. But that's besides the point. Well, you know I also think of the the state right that. I mean, it, it certainly is showing, and maybe th- this is a, a, a bad example of a democratic republic or, you know, republic. We're a republic, not a democracy. That's well, been several republics, sure, whatever. Representative um, democracy. That uh, obviously, even from a historical perspective in America, as soon as the revolution was over and independence right. was gained, there was a, an immediate split between uh, the Jefferson wing of, of uh, style of governance and the Hamilton esque style, right? So there was a huge state right was Jefferson and Hamilton was ultimately a stronger federal government. And I think it's interesting that this continues to be an ongoing thread and through through line uh, in 
American politics. It is funny when I, it's not funny, uh, but when you reflect on the major points or the, the major reasons that states really wanted states' rights, and in this case, just like uh, like abortion is in this situation, that the desire for states' rights can just be some of the like worst topics, right? Just slavery and save states' rights, um, not being able to have you know control of your own health care in some cases. They're just like really dark topics, and and you can just see what can happen in this case where the Supreme Court said, "Look, we're not going to actually really create an opinion here, other than the fact that states' rights can." Uh, have its place. And And I think we were past that point in the issue. It was the point where you have to have some sort of, they're cognizant of what's going on. Okay. This idea that the Supreme court exists in a vacuum, Uh, but you've got to be cognizant. They needed to be cognizant rather of the fact that, look, you know what states like Indiana and Louisiana are going to do. I'm from Louisiana. I love Louisiana. Okay. But Without delving into anybody's medical history here, there's a distinct possibility with the laws it is that I might not have ever existed. Okay, there's a so I. But yeah, so and not but I uh, think in this I just I digress. I think in this situation, they're. I think they're also overlooking. I say they, not like the Supreme Court. We could talk about the politicization of the Supreme Court, but just it, broadly with this issue, it's highly unpopular, even in places where it's supposed to be incredibly popular. And yes, but you know what? We more than likely would not be making this a centerpiece as much as we are now, and and, and wincing when we look towards the future, such as you and I both are now. Because forget the fact we're both healthcare professionals. But the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court was right in his concurring opinion. If anybody wants to hear my opinion at length, read the Chief Justice's opinion that we should have stay, say, said, hey, the standard is, ironically, the state of Mississippi did something worth, you know, 15 week, you know, basically four months is the argument that outside of rape or incest, that's enough time to know whether or not you want to keep a baby. That, I know there's more semantics, semantics to it than that. But as I asked you precast, as a left of center person, which would you rather? What the chief justice wanted or what you got? I mean, obviously, I would be happy with some sort of like moderation or some some point of negotiation that I think, look, we can have that conversation about that number of weeks, but I mean, it's not what we got. And Aren't you shocked a bit, though, that since Neil Gorsuch was the justice that did cross the aisle to help save LGBTQ <laughs> protections? No, I was never. I had zero expectations. I had zero expectation that, After that LGBT, anyone. No, you didn't expect. No. OK, no, no. That shocked me a little bit. I'm just being real. No, um, I think I, I yeah, I just had. And again, not because I knew or had some sort of crystal ball. No, just, you called it. You did no. call it, though. There's I think that is too. I think there's it's there's too easy of an abdication there to just say states' rights to actually have to take any stance at all, right? And and that is a it's a it's a softball for someone like Gorsuch. So that, that's your backhanded tip of the hat to the Chief Justice, then. I guess at least he took a position. Yeah, which I you know doesn't really matter actually, but it, it I I guess I appreciate it. I don't know. I mean, he has no control over it not mattering. No, no, he doesn't. But. Even though, you know, we're, we're looking at uh, like a state in my backyard, Idaho, that is seriously contemplating 
no exceptions. You that, is the hoe. <laughs> once upon a time, I suppose. Um, that that there there really are no. Um, I think it's it's starting to ring some alarm bells now that this basic sentiment has been readjusted, if you will, um, reprioritized. The energies have been reprioritized uh, in the wake of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, right? And all of a sudden, right. you have places where, uh, like Idaho, where there are in Montana, there are uh, conservative lawmakers who are coming out and saying, "Hey, maybe now, guys, now, like, Nate, let maybe, let, yeah." And but but the reality is. From a, you're saying they're seeing down the path and seeing, hey, we don't really want to go the way Indiana did, do we? Exactly. Um, now, ultimately, I think they are a, a slim minority and likely won't get any traction there. But I think it's worth looking at Kansas and showing where a place that should have overwhelmingly. Well, what about Alabama? What about Alabama? I mean, they did. They're allow, aren't they allowing the sale of the abortion, the so-called abortion pill? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Right at this point, I think if I'm not mistaken, that was a news piece this week. You continue, good sir. I will. Yeah, fact you, check myself. You fact check yourself. Well, and again, <laughs> I, I, I I like it. I do think that there is going to be a counterweight as long as you know you have a democratic president that controls agencies or has these agencies that are part of the executive branch. That there will be levers they can pull from a. From that, there will be some protections baked in there, whether that is the the sale of um, pills and stuff like that. But it will be complicated by what each individual state adopts in terms of their statutes and laws surrounding abortion. And what I think is interesting. Yes. Okay, real quick, it became an issue because the attorney general, or let's see, um, the attorney general of Alabama threatened to prosecute women who took the pills that abort that pharmacies had announced were legal. And a day later, uh, per business insider, he walked it back. Very wise move, I would wager. But yeah, so that's an issue. Apparently, Alabama is allowing their sale. Okay, got it. Yeah, I hadn't heard that they they weren't. And I, did, I think I did hear that. And I feel like that, that happened more than just Alabama. That Well, but I, I hate we've, we've thrown enough shade. Fair is fair. Fair. Um, but what I, <laughs> what I'm, also curious to see is there's 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 kind of like two lines of thinking and one is that for grass there's several of those that's true um that there's grass round a grass root activists who will say that the tone that they can set in certain state legislatures will will bubble up to the federal level and they'll become uh major as you know things are fleshed out at the state level and the local level um, models are adopted, playbooks are adopted, and eventually gets to the federal level where it becomes national issues. Right. Um, I think, likewise, can I think is happening here. I guess the other train of thought is that you can set national priorities and they become state and local priorities. But uh, ultimately, what you're seeing here is these ma- major pushes on extreme, uh, on the extreme in, in a lot of these states. That we're at this point now with a, with a maybe it's a good segue into the the new Republican Congress that oh, they're is. they're contemplating a national bill on abortion, and I just I guess maybe I am maybe I'm waiting the popularity or I should say the lack of popularity to any sort of um, restrictive access to abortion just generally in America. Why would they pursue this? Why do they feel like, hey, look, it got punted to the states. This is where we can make the most impact. It really isn't that popular. 
uh, but we're going to do it at the national level. Is it because they can, because it obviously will never get signed by Biden. It never will make it through the Senate. Is it just like, screw it, we'll go for it. And it's not going to hurt anything because other than just us I showing mean, the base. It might hurt you in two years. You think? That's my question. Does it actually hurt you? Yeah. If nothing happens, then what? It's like a good sound bite that says like, hey, at the national level, you wanted to, you know. I don't know that. I don't know that folks are going to particularly appreciate taking that far. Even folks that are like, hey, I think abortion is wrong. I don't know how many of them en masse are going to go to the polls because you helped to outlaw it in every single sense virtually. I don't know how popular that's really going to be in the heartland. Sure, it's going to resonate with a certain 30% of the country probably. Okay. Yeah, well, last I checked, that's a plurality, not a majority. Yeah, exactly. So in some cases it's a plurality, some rooms. But anyway, I think that's where I'm curious to see where they take it now that they have this, right. this new power, albeit very <laughs> thin margins, I guess as a good segue. Uh, <laughs> boy, oh boy, a couple questions for you. You're the the writer of leaner, the the writer leaner um, in this group, Stop. in this duo. A um, couple questions. One. What what legislate? I mean, what's the agenda? Do we know? Do we know other than? And we can probably we'll talk about it. Um, other than just investigating, we're gonna flame invest, coup with in, the president. Investigating everyone, we're gonna investigate we're gonna everyone. Coup at Hunter Biden. We're gonna investigate the investigator. Like, is there any sort of substance? Um, I mean, I think like the something next, they want to get done. I think yeah, exactly. Uh, well, well, I'm sure we want to cut taxes uh, into the negative for big corporations. Uh, abortion seems to be. Um, that'll be obviously a topic, the debt ceiling. Um, which by the way, folks is codified. We must raise the debt ceiling. It's not a request. So this will be obviously, um, we have this unique situation where Kevin McCarthy sort of negotiated away his power, um, which I, I totally understand the, that of the, Do you, the freedom caucus that feels like they want, uh, more individual voices heard than that just of the speaker. Uh, however, he basically negotiate, negotiated away his ability to re- retain power through not being ousted, right, with so many votes. And he reduced that to one representative can call, I guess, a motion to, to, vacate. to vacate the seat of the speaker. That, <laughs> so I, this could clearly go a couple ways. I, I imagine that what will happen is they actually don't do that because it will be so disruptive, but they might, and it might be. They can threaten to. It might be a circus. I mean. It might? It took. Oh, all right. What would you. All right, Nate. It, it right took there, 15, tell me what this group can do that won't wind up being a fiasco. I don't know. That's why. I'm, I mean, what would you say they do here? I mean, just do investigations, make committees, like do... No, it's not an agenda. This used to be the party of ideas. Yes, it did. I mean, hell, Trent Lott certainly tried. There was more than going after Clinton on Trent Lott's agenda back in the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, Newt Gingrich had an agenda. It wasn't just going after Bill Clinton. Oh, the architect of everything. Yeah. Yes, I hate Gingrich all you want. But there was still a wide policy doctrine. I mean, the fact that President Clinton signed the pairing back of uh, social aid as he did. I mean, that was 
I mean, you could say he got his hand forced. No, he didn't. He didn't have to sign that. So what, I guess, what do we he see? He's still on the agenda is my point. Yeah, I, I get it. And and right now we don't really see one. And is it because we don't know what it is yet? Is it because they'll, they'll be hammering this out? Um, well, do you know a lot of what they want to do is going to be a veneer anyway? It's not going anywhere. So, yeah, you're probably going to see a lot of superfluous content, stuff that's just superfluous to requirement. Just to show unity. What's what John Boehner used to call veneer bills? I'm getting tired of these veneers we're running through the house that really don't get anything done. It's wasting time. That's what he said when he was Speaker of the House. Like but he was Speaker of the time. House, so he, he ultimately decided, right? Yeah, they, tr- they so ultimately... That, what that means is there actually wasn't that much substantive uh, no. legislation. No. No, and w- what exactly got done during unified Republican government under President Trump? Well, we added to our debt through tax cuts. Um... I guess we. I think I think the first step act happened right under yeah. unified republic. I think that yeah. was the most impressive thing that happened. Yep. I mean, the in COVID, my personal opinion, the COVID response was pretty botched. That um, was. I don't think there was unified government, was it? No. Was it? No, they. Yeah, the Democrats had the Senate, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. I guess I was thinking the last two years. Yeah. The last two years. <clears throat> but still, uh, with Paul Ryan as speaker, that whole deal—that's to me was the accomplishment if it happened during that time which i believe it did the first step act i all right and the abraham accords don't count that because that's executive branch right. anyway that's okay. his finest we're, we're talking about congress which i i, I veered us off right. track um right that gets us off track but regardless uh there is no agenda if you ask me at this point beyond you're going to see a bunch of veneers uh you're going to see things like uh cash rating the epa if they could for the Things like that. You're you're going to see sniping with you know who gets appointed to what committees. There's going to be a lot of a, a lot of trifling behavior, a lot of petty behavior. And there was almost a fist fight on the House floor for God's was, sake. There was. Matt I mean, Gates. have you no dignity at long last? Oh, I like to see the tempers flare. I love it. I love well, it. I know you did. Oh my God, it's it's wonderful. AOC looked a little amused. Oh, she did. She was in the middle of all that. I was like, what are you doing? But anyway, um. What I think we talked about this a bit, and she's a fox. Okay, all right. That's anyway. That's uh, that's not what we were talking about. No, it's but, not. However, what? Um, sorry, lost my train of thought there. Oh, gosh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Well, I guess the, the the real question is, does McCarthy retain his speakership? Right? Uh, Is it? Does he? I mean, I guess if everyone, for whatever reason, learned figures out how to toe the line and have some unity here, at what point is there a new? um, And and this is super hypothetical, but where? When does a new speaker potentially emerge? And who might that be? That's the only could be at. It could be right. It could be like right now. It's absurd to play brinksmanship with America's credit on something that's codified anyway into law that we have to do. It's not a question of. Should you raise the debt ceiling? It's by how much? So that's the only real control they have. Does, I mean, if it is codified, does, can the Freedom Caucus do anything to actually derail it? Do they want to? Is there any discussion of that? I don't know that I've seen anything yet, but it certainly is. Um, they might try and, you know, they don't like earmarks unless it's pork in their favor, you see. 
they might try and get other riders, as some people, riders, pork, earmarks, basically the same thing. They're all against it unless it affects something they like. I could see them trying to get other things accomplished via the debt ceiling, which they'll fail at. Well, then what happened? What does failure look like? I mean, does it look well, like they ultimately the debt the ceiling line? will be raised? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it will be raised regardless. But so it, regardless of what happens, is it really going to be that big of a test for McCarthy? That's kind of the. Perhaps not, but I could see it becoming an issue uh, because he might. It's going to be a test of are they willing to be quiet and get in line and do things or are they going to make his life measurable? Right. So it could just be the appearance, right? The appearance How long of- will Jim Jordan and he pretend to like one another, pretend to tolerate one another? Yeah. Jordan won't wear his damn coat and it bothers me. Yeah, he does it- bother you with that. It also X bothers me, me greatly. Yeah. The whole Ohio State thing bothers me more than that. But um, well, Ohio State bothers me too as a Penn State fan. But that's besides the point. Fair. Um, so the no blades is what really grinds my gears. Yeah, it does. That's always been something that's it, bothered it's me. indecorous behavior. <laughs> uh, so you know, if we if we make it through the debt ceiling, um, he makes it. I always, I mean, if there is no legislative agenda, then they don't have to worry about anything. Uh, what are they going to get done, Nate, between now that, that the Democrats are going to go on board with? Pick the topic. I'll wait. Other than like funding the military, that kind of stuff that's going to be done anyway. What idea is going to come out of that cesspool? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I really don't. I say cesspool. There's some good folks there, okay? But there's also some not so good folks there. I'm sure the good folks would categorize it that as well. Well, you know what? But they don't like me either, and they've made that plain, so it's all even. Yeah. Um, I am going to throw you uh, one out of left field, okay? And Oh, boy. <laughs> my, I meant to ask you in precast, how do you feel Jerome Powell is handling the economy. How do you, how do, is it, is it his fault? Is, is he trying to push something right now? Uh, because it, obviously the economy plays largely back into politics and the perception. Um, of course. And, you know, if, 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 I would say from a data perspective, I mean, even, I would just say not from data driven perspective, even just anecdotal perspective that the gas prices are falling in the market. Um, things aren't getting really necessarily more expensive. Um, however, you know, interest rates, the cost of money is much more expensive, but just day-to-day right. stuff has sort of plateaued. Although the data could say that, no, it's still going up, but maybe just not at the same pace. It, it, has, it, has, it has slowed. The job market, it, or the, yeah, the, the, the job market is, um, I mean, unemployment remains... Pretty, fairly resilient pretty pretty low uh, i'd say it looks pretty smart if if we want to say the numbers don't lie and look at what all the doomsday folks that were saying they hit it too so here's the reality everybody and their brother wanted the stimulus checks because we shut the damn country down okay which as i said at the time go back and listen folks i said it was after right after my surgery late march 20 or i think it was like the 28th something like that 29th 30th of march 20 uh 20 I had my surgery, and then, boom, this thing. At the time, we were saying, shut the country down through Labor Day. Go at zero tolerance, you know, and they could have squelched the thing then and there. Obviously, we didn't go that route, but regardless, you know, 
this. Sorry, I forgot what Trey thought. Holy, see, that's why I write stuff down. <laughs> well, no, you're talking about the stimulus checks. You're talking about yes. early, okay. early. Somehow. Yeah. So they they had to obviously that money's got to come from somewhere because we pay for a lot of things in debt in spite of being the richest country in the world, regardless. So what they did was they started bonds started going into the money started going into the system. So they would they would uh, pay the banks cash for these bonds they created, right? That's how they put money in the economy, right? So everybody wanted the checks. We did that. Well, guess what? When you create that many dollars out of thin air, there's going to be some effects, and it's called inflation. The bill came due, and I I think the notion that the the chairman has been has been not dismissive, but has not been cognizant of the issues. He knows what that those are real people. Those job cuts. That's exactly what he was talking about when he said this is going to be painful. That's that's part of the job. I don't think that means that they're out of touch with reality, but you got to remember the Fed's mandate is the job market and, and it, keeping the dollar, it, it, the job market keeping inflation relatively low. I think what is interesting, though. Full employment. Yeah, I think what's interesting is that. Has the data I, not borne out that the bottom's not falling out of the economy? Inflation's not out of control. No. The job market's strong. Where, where's, where's the criticism? I, I get. I don't know that there's a lot of criticism, other than I think it, there's a there's a perception. There has thing. been. There's definitely a perception thing. For the most part, yes, things are more exp- definitely expensive, but wages have gone up and continue to go up. Although, yes, it's, I don't it's, think he looks out of touch with reality. Yeah, and um, obviously, in some cases, it it's just enough to sort of keep up with just being under in you know in terms of inflation, right? So, I think President Biden did the right thing by by supporting him for a second term. Yeah, I absolutely, I, I agree. Um, it's kind of his job. I actually have a Federal Reserve flag that came in, believe it or not. <laughs> came in, yeah, and I'm going to be putting Reserve. it up on my wall. A Federal yeah. Reserve flag. You should, I got it. I'm going to be keeping it in. Uh, you should just fly it outside just to just to throw people. No one will have ever seen a Federal Reserve flag. And If they do, though, this dude, are you kidding me? I'm in Dallas. They'll burn my house down. Okay. I, the, <laughs> I wondered... Uh, <laughs> the one dude that figures it out is going, oh, no, that's some bitch right there. I kid, I kid, I kid. I'm, I've met a lot of nice folks here. It's just a joke. Um, well, it's hard to say what's going to happen now. I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously the playbook that they have is rip up interest rates until – People think just start cooling off. I do. I think you're seeing it in certain sectors, like the tech sector, for sure. Sure. Venture sure. capitalism, but for the most part, we'll bounce back. Most well, projects are still going on. Liquidity in the banks. Yeah. That's the difference now in the prior crisis. They started paying interest rates on reserves that they keep, so there is liquidity at the banks. So there wasn't the potential for the same financial fiasco that happened exactly. before. Uh, well, there's most, a number of layers. Most, yeah, most homeowners have incredibly amazing interest rates. So it's not as you're going to have defaulting on houses. It's not, no. not the same situation. Well, there's, unless there's, remember the housing market never really recuperated from 08 to begin right? with. I think I think the vacancies in terms of jobs are actually still pretty high as well. So when you have unemployment and vacancies, there's a lot more um, workers. Remember, the Fed's goal is not 0% unemployment. Their Fed's goal is full employment. Except for right now. Well... <laughs> 
Except for right now. All right. Yeah. But you see, you yes. see what the, of course. the idea is. Of course. So it, you know, I, I don't know what it'll be. It'll be interesting to see what success looks like. Right. Is it at what I'm sure there's some data metric that says, Hey, when corn costs this much at wholesale again, we'll have beat inflation. Um, but like, what does that look like to the average consumer when um when the cost of you know gas or a, a tank of gas is sort of normal again even though things what are still a little what high looking at folks is uh basically and i i know i'm going to butcher this but just on an everyday level what the federal reserve is looking for is for over the next 12 months they want to see that Okay, we'll take uh, gasoline is not a good example. Let's let's take something like bread or milk. They want to see that the increase in price versus the base year, whichever one they, they're probably using 2020, since that's where the alleged recession kind of started. I, I haven't read the minutes lately uh, from the meetings, but I would wager they're using 2020 as a base year. Yeah, I don't know which quarter, but you know what they're wanting to see, though, folks, is that that price increase on your daily goods, kitchen table goods is only between two to three percent versus what it was in 2020 you know it's the increase that they're looking at prices are going to go up period what they want to see is is it only going up three cents on the dollar or less we want to keep prices from going up between two to three cents on the dollar for your kitchen table type goods among others that's what they're looking at because yes they are concerned with the heartland they are concerned with middle america because they do most of the living and breathing and paying okay all those goods that drive these mega corporations who buys them yeah so yes on if nothing else on an intrinsically in a basically selfish level of course the fed's looking out to to have a, a soft landing here yeah why it'll, wouldn't they be it'll just be interesting to see uh, it's been like the phrase of the day uh, what where we land, where where we land with interest rates, uh, where we feel like we've been successful, and because uh, we well, wouldn't think, you rate Powell's relatively successful private facial right now? I I guess I mean yes, On things are things are things are expensive. Um, I, I would say the fact that so I, I don't know how much of their interest rate is has driven the slowing of the increase in prices, or at least the anecdotally. Um, obviously, like reserving or um, it's the threat uh, of doing more that's doing that. Sure. Then, then I would say well, it's a it is a success so far. All the Fed has to do is say, "Hey, if if the loans don't don't continue slowing, the, that's what they're getting at. How much money is being spent right now? Uh, it, I mean, really cutting through a lot of fat there, but you get the idea. That's what they're looking at is seeing how much money is actually changing. You know, uh we'll raise it another 0.75 just the mere thought of that. And the market's like, all right, all right, shit. You know, I also think another, uh, another interesting benchmark as well uh, would be probably home prices. So obviously, except for again, that market never really recovered from 2008 to begin with. Yeah. But the last couple of years in the reshift, like, so work, uh, working from home got popular in the pandemic. Mm -hmm. You just saw those home prices just, it's real popular rip. with me right now. Rip. And um, none of those prices were sustainable. And there was quite a bit of talk that um, you'd have all these, everyone is essentially underwater in their mortgage. 
because of the obviously the price of the current price of the home is less than what they bought it at the peak in a hot market. Well, that didn't happen. I mean, it it did. It but it's well, not in 08 it, it did. In 08 it did, but it is also happening to a degree here. Um, right. And with with new homeowners that bought in twenty twenty two, but it it would I think broadly it's there they still have low interest rates they still have reasonable relatively mortgages, yes yeah, that mortgages that but they can afford is it um, right and they're not with a seven percent interest rate you're paying an extra thousand dollars on top of that mortgage just in interest and so yeah you may be underwatered in your mortgage but you're sure as hell not going anywhere else because you're going to get a crap interest rate so you still have the ability to stay in that place for a period of time where um over time that equity will come back for the the price that you bought and that's a tough pill to swallow but it's not tons of home buyers it's not enough to create turmoils in the markets the other the other question was um uh, real estate with companies that are not really using those um, those those buildings anymore. That the prices and the cost that they're incurring for not using and getting you know productivity mm-hmm. from those spaces. Um, there's also potential for that commercial real estate to to have a plunge in in. Um, uh, that's right on their price tag. So, but I don't know that that's really broadly happened yet in any way that would create a meaningful ripples in the market. The but, benchmark is 4.25 to 4.5, by the way. Uh, the federal funds rate, as they call it. And right now, it's well above that. What do you think? What do you, well, I mean, that's what it's aimed at. I mean, like the interest rates. Yeah. Now they can set it higher. That's the, the benchmark. But yeah, what do you think? I wonder what would happen if I flew this flag. Cause I was totally kidding about Dallas. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, be the first. What, what happened? Uh, the Federal Reserve flag. Gets, People be like, this dude, this dude's not right. I was say, he's, that's not, just, he's not with us. Like, this dude's a weirdo. Well, you know, I got a Nixon if, Agnew bumper sticker. I have a Nixon Agnew bumper sticker. I showed you this. Yeah, dude, I'd probably just steer clear. Yeah, I'd probably be like, man, this dude's, he's not quite right, is he? Nope. Which I'm not. You know this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but tolerable. Yeah, I mean, it's not like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm invited to your home, you know, folks. I'm not a, I'm not a bad dude. No. I just haven't shown up yet. <laughs> that is true. Um, all right, what we'll are we missing that this year? What What else are we? Yeah, what else are we missing? Um, I felt like there was another thing I wanted to talk about, but this is what happens when you don't take notes and I don't. Um, I know this is the first time we've ever done this, folks, in in six years of doing this. No notes. I think it made sense. Let us I'd, know. Had to keep keep on top of my thought process. Yeah. I mean, like we have a little flow sheet normally, but I left all of that at the office and, um, it's unreal. There we, there we are. I have no, I have no, I have no, uh, writing utensil. Unbelievable. All right. <laughs> um, let's, let's play some, let's try some trivia here real quick. Okay. Oh boy. All right. Um, okay. I thought maybe you'd forget. We have, Oh, we have one minute. Okay, why did the Continental Army have trouble staying up to strength? It had trouble for all these reasons. Oh, sorry. Uh, the colonists traditionally disliked regular armies. Farmers didn't like being away from their fields, and the individual colonies uh, contempt. Uh, oh, excuse me. The individual colonies competed with the Continental Congress to keep men in their militias. All of, all of those reasons. Yeah, I think I think you're correct. Ooh, good job. Okay, this battle for the heights of Charleston, Massachusetts, was actually 
fought mostly on Breed's Hill. Okay, uh, the battle for the heights of uh, Charles, Charleston, Massachusetts was actually fought mostly on Breed's Hill. The Battle of Little Round Top, Battle of Bunker Hill, Battle of Primrose Hill, or the Battle of Porkchop Hill. Porkchop Hill. Hmm. Is that real? Isn't that it the battle? Sounds made up. <clears throat> Isn't this the Battle of Bunker Hill? I would say Bunker Hill because that's the one that I think helped instigate the war. That in Lexington. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we I'm mixing are this up. correct. Uh, okay. Lord Cornwallis surrendered his forces after the Franco-American siege of which Virginia town in October 1781? Yorkville, Yorktown, Fredericksburg, Jamestown. Fredericksburg. Yorktown. That was just Fredericksburg was just north of uh, Walter Reed, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a fun place. Okay. And Benedict Arnold is remembered as a traitor for plotting to turn over American forces at West Point to the British, but earlier in the war had been an American hero. True or false? True. Yeah, I guess I don't know about the West Point thing, but that is true. Okay, done. Uh, during, we're almost done. During the American Revolution, Britain was threatened by invasion by France. Ooh. True or false? False. Are you sure? I you hey, I only get one guess. I mean I feel like they were well false. It is it was true. It was oh, true. It? Yeah, it was true. That's okay. We're doing okay. Next. Where was the shot heard round the world fired? Lexington. Lexington. You are correct. Okay. Paul Revere's midnight ride to warn the colonists in Lexington and Concord of the approach of the British troop was immortalized by which poet? Oh, God. Um, John Greenleaf Whittier, James Russell Lowell, William Carlos Williams, or Henry Wadsworth Longfellow? I'm going to guess Longfellow because it's the only name I recognize. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. You're correct. It was just a guess. Wow. That's like the most British name ever. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Nonsense. Uh, Which country or countries joined the United States in the fight against the British during the American Revolution? France, Spain, Netherlands, or all of these? France. It was definitely France. France. The other ones, no? I don't think so, but I could be. I mean, did did Spain send naval forces? I don't ever remember that. All of these. Huh. Huh. Spain, 1779, joined the fight against Britain. Meanwhile, the Netherlands, which both officially recognized and financially supported the United States, was engaged in its own war against Britain. Hmm. Well? Well, that's kind of a backhanded, okay. I mean, they haven't been fighting. That's kind of like saying Napoleon was on our side during the War of 1812, was he? Or was he just fighting them at the same time? I mean... I guess they gave us money, so anyway. Hey, Napoleon sure helped out, though. Can you imagine? Think about this. They burned down the White House in the first six months of the <laughs> war. Imagine if they hadn't been fighting Napoleon. Yep. would have been. I guess they we, then, yeah, they were threatened by invasion. What hubris, though, on the part of mother uh, the Lion of England to think they were going to invade and retake the colonies while fighting Napoleon? That's some hubris. Indeed. It's probably one of the reasons they don't have an empire. Damn. All right. George Washington led troops across the Delaware River on Christmas night, 1776, to surprise a Hessen garrison at which New Jersey town? 
Patterson, Princeton, Trenton, or Newark? Trenton. Indeed, Trenton. Man. All right. And for our 10th and final question, as captain of the Ranger and, oh, the Bonhomme Richard, what's the name of that old naval vessel? Bonhomme Richard. That's what it is? Okay. Uh, This American naval hero menaced the coasts coasts of Britain. Um. Oh my God, you're gonna love. You're gonna love. Okay, as captain of the Ranger, um, this American naval hero menaced the coast of Britain. Was it James Earl Jones, John Paul Jones, John Bonham, or John George Paul? That's a great series of names. There, Dude. I love to say the other one. It's so, John Paul was, Jones, I believe. Was was the was the the writer of this? Um, must have been a must Zeppelin be a and Zeppelin Star fan. Wars fan. Okay, uh, so is it John George Paul? I'm going to say it's John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin, Menace the Coast of Britain. No, no, no. The, I'm they, doing no, John that George was, Paul. That was the, it was no, John, John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones scourged the British coast in 1778, capturing the Man of War Drake. They just threw John Bonham <laughs> in there as a. Oh, uh, I see what they did. You're and right. You're right, and I did George John George Paul, and I was wrong. You know, the thing is, uh, well, first of all, they beat that crap into us in Navy boot camp. Oh, you really? got to learn all that. Okay. Uh, but second, yeah, John Paul Jones, I know that threw people off, people that are just guessing. Well. Which I wasn't a lot of those. Seven out of ten. Do we try France a history quiz? Dude, we get probably zero. Just yeah, try. I say we save that for the next episode. Okay, sounds good. I like I it. say we do one of these an episode and just show off our ignorance. We did okay on this one, eight out of ten. Seven, seven out, of out of ten. That's not too bad. If I had listened no. to you, it would have been eight out of ten. We passed. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, let's do this one. We'll pick something crazy sometime like, like Cote d'Ivoire. Like f- French history. Yeah. That or no, I mean I, I've crazy. Heard Cote d'Ivoire. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. We'll do different stuff. Fair enough. Okay. And have your uh, your your cousin on soon. We will indeed. Well, hey, I am on dinner duty. It's a fantastic Sunday night. There's, Tell your wife I said I I will, absolutely. Um, and as always, I thank you for your time and the lovely chats that we have. As always, to all of our listeners out there, our old listeners and our new listeners, uh, it's going to be a great year, and we're looking forward mm-hmm. to having you along. I hope that you also did better than us in trivia, um, which we will continue to do. So until next mm-hmm. time. Au revoir. We'll see ya.